This is Educated and Empowered. That's the first thing that I kind of want to talk about, um, just understanding the benefit of participating in a contest. So if you are just now tuning in to the podcast, then what we're talking about is getting the word out. And I'm giving you all some promotional tools that work, right? So I told you that I'm going to give you a couple tools. Some of these are industry specific uh, for authors, because again, keep in mind, I'm a life coach and a lit coach. And so as a lit coach, I help authors, specifically independent authors with writing, with publishing, with promotion. And understand though, when we talk about promotion, there are some things that are not, some of these tools are not just specific to authors. And so we were talking about contests, how being able to get other people involved um, with in a contest that helps to get the word out. And then, like I said, I gave you all about, you know, how I used to, how back in 2011, I became award winning with my first book. But then a couple years later, I became an international award winning author through Reader's Favorite contest, right? Reader's Favorite has been around for a very long time. They were out years before I got connected with them in 2013, which was nine years ago, and they're still going, right? There are people like Eric LaSalle, Jim Carrey, James uh, James Nicholas, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Nicholas Spark, James Patterson, sorry for getting the names connected, but James Patterson, Nicholas Sparks, these are the caliber of people who connect with the reader's favorite, and it's an international book awards contest okay so understand that again i'm giving you if you're an author i've just given you specific contests i just told you about the national black book festival i've just told you about readers favorite right so these are contests that i know that work because again i won from these contests just recently on yesterday i received an email that let me know that my latest book being a black man is harder than you think it was selected as a finalist for the independent author network book of the year contest right so there's another legitimate contest that you can look into and know it's not just legitimate because I won but again one of the things that you want to do in doing your research because I tell you all all the time even if you hear somebody say it if you are not sure the Bible says study to show yourself approved so there is nothing that prohibits you from doing your own research to check it out but one of the things that you're looking for is how long has this contest been around right how long whatever the resource is how long has it been around and then go to look for reviews look and see what are other people saying about it because sometimes you might have something that's flown under the radar for maybe like two or three years and it's a scam but realistically there are things um it's very hard for something to last for five, 10, 20 years 
and it's a scam, right? They might get away for a couple years and people don't know, but you got to understand that when people are bogus, society, the industry, people get tired of being taken advantage of now, especially with social media. A lot of times people will take to social media if something is bogus. So there is no way, there's no reason for you to not know if something is a scam or not. You can always ask other people that's within your specific industry. Like, have you heard of this? What do you think about this? Does this work? Have you tried it? Did it work for you? Again, I encourage you all, all the time to ask questions that will keep you educated. Like you don't have to just do something because everybody else is doing it because at the end of the day, you don't know everybody else's why. You don't know everybody else's reasoning. And so maybe it wasn't a scam for them because what they were looking to get out of whatever it was, they got out of it, right? So that's the reason why you have to know your why. And then when you're asking other people, first of all, do ask other people. And when you ask them, ask them, what was your reason for getting involved? So that way, you know that you're comparing apples to apples and not apples to oranges or even apples to potatoes, right? Like you want to make sure that the expectation is the same because the why is the same. If you're looking for promotion, but that person was just looking to network, right? Those are two different things. Those are two different reasons. So again, I say, just make sure that you understand why you're doing something, but do know that whether you are an author or whatever industry you're in, if there are contests within your industry, then that is definitely a win-win. It becomes, it becomes a promotional tool. Whether you actually win the contest or not, there are ways that work, um, the word about your, your product is getting out. Other people are seeing it. And so that's automatically for you as being an independent. That is a win for you because the name of the game for you is exposure. The name of the game is getting your brand out, getting your product out, having people to know about it. Obviously, yes, you want people to purchase it, but people can't buy what they don't know about, right? So that's one of the reasons why you would want to participate in the contest. And then if you win, then again, that's its own benefit because now, you know, like I say, hey, I'm your international award-winning author, but understand that I'm not just international. I'm a national award-winning author multiple times. I'm an international award-winning author. I just simply keep it at international award-winning author, but that is an instant credibility that will separate me. If I'm in a room and I'm not asking for the separation, but just to make the point, if I'm in a room with a, another author who just is brand new, just came out. In most situations, if they hear the title, national award winner, international award winner, or multiple, uh, multiple time award winning author, then for most people, they're going to be more likely to visit the person that has the title because the automatic assumption is that person has the experience that person has the expertise it does not mean that the other person does not right because we don't know anybody's life anybody's journey we don't know what they had to go through to get to where they are but the perception is what comes along with the title, right? So that's why I'm saying that contest is something that works for promotional purposes. Now, another thing that works, um, again, is 
uh, getting people involved, right? So like uh, for my authors, if you get involved with a book club, right? Somebody who they, they are agreeing to read your book and they're going to have people and book clubs are different sizes. So sometimes if it's a book club, now again, understand there's a difference between a book review and a book club. And I'm going to get to the reviews in a minute. But with a book club, there are different size clubs. Sometimes you're going to have maybe five people in a book club. Sometimes it could be 50 people in a book club. It all depends, but this is why you want to do your research. But the reason why that's a great promotional tool is because again, understand the purpose of promotion. The purpose of promotion is to get your product out to the public where there are people that's talking about it. And at the end of the day, you have no idea who knows who. And so that's one of the reasons why you really want to um, look more in or you if you're an author, you would like to have book clubs reading your books. And I'm not saying that it's the easiest thing to have happen, right? Because there are a lot of book clubs, they already have set in stone their policy, the way that they operate, meaning they might only do like three or four books a year and they may already have their books picked. But it's never too late to start networking. And so when you network and you might meet somebody, maybe they don't already have your, their book pick and maybe they'll be open to reading your book or maybe they have your, their books picked for this year, but Hey, they'll start off in 2023 and they'll start off with your book. Right. And then if you say, Hey, you pre pre um, position yourself and say, I'd be willing to, uh, to be there when you all do your book club meeting. Right. So that then maybe puts you above say a mainstream author. So say maybe they are reading like a James Patterson. Maybe they are reading the new, is uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts book, but that person ain't going to be in their actual book club meeting. Readers love authors. They love being able to interact with the author, ask the author questions, and it doesn't even matter what genre your book is. This isn't a for fiction authors only or nonfiction authors only. If you are an author and if they like your book, then they're going to want to know what you were thinking. They're going to have questions for you. Well, why did you say this? Or what do you think about that? And so that's the apparent benefit that you can offer them is that, Hey, beyond what's on the page, let I can, because I am the author, <laughs> I can, I can tell you that the author wouldn't mind showing up for your book club. So if you want to uh, include this in your catalog of books, then what I would do is I would be willing to actually be there, right? And so again, you don't know who's a part of a book club. And so once you once it's in their hands and if they like their book, then they might take that book to work. You don't know what their job is. They could be the CEO of some type of something or nothing. Another case in point with my black man book. Um, one of the people who one of the men that I interviewed in the book, he has been appointed to work with his um, what is it called? The the diversity and 
uh, what is y'all know what I'm talking about diversity, equity, and whatever that the 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 organization that basically makes sure that it's equal opportunity that that all genders and races are represented, right? So the point is, when he was able to be appointed over it. They were coming up with ideas of what they wanted to do to make sure that there was representation of genders and races. And so one of the things they came up with was wanting to do a book club. You don't think that he he said, hey, guess what? I was actually a part of this book. I think this will be a good book for you all to read. Recommendation, word of mouth, promotion. It's all the same thing. And so then that is a way that books were sold there in a place that I wasn't even thinking because I didn't say, I didn't know what he did at his job, but by me telling him and asking him to read the book, now he's brought it to his job and they're doing a book club about the book. And so again, you never know where things may go from there. And so you all get the point. So number two, again, this one is specifically for my authors, a promotional tool that works is book clubs. I want to talk about the third one, and I don't know if this will be the final one. We'll see. But the the other thing that I alluded to is reviews, right? So if you're looking for uh, promotional tools that work, that's what we're talking about today. Being able to get the word out about your brand, your product, your business, your service, whatever. So what is another promotional tool that works? reviews so again this one is not specific to authors but this works for books and it works for other products and services as well think about you in your regular life you've left a lot of reviews and probably didn't even realize that that's um that that meant a lot to the people you were leaving it to so whether you went to a movie I just, matter of fact, I went live earlier on Facebook today and I gave a brief review. Um, I talked about the movie Wakanda Forever. That movie just dropped on November 11th. A lot of people went to see it that Friday and Saturday, probably even Sunday as well. And so when you do reviews, whether you are an official movie reviewer, but in this world that we live in, this world of hashtags, understand that when you're hashtagging whatever it may be, there are people who are looking up those hashtags. So when people are looking to uh, see, hey, do I want to go see this movie or not? Then a lot of times they're going there looking at what? The reviews. What did people have to say about it? And not just a movie that's out at the show, but I also talked about the movie from scratch, which is on Netflix. Think about all these streaming services we got. Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. Uh, you know, you got all Pure Flix. You got all these different streaming services and one of the things that people rely on are the reviews think about yourself your people how many times do you go to your timeline on whatever social media platform you're connected to to see what other people are saying about a particular uh movie that you might be thinking about watching or maybe you didn't even know about it because that was the case of me with from scratch i hadn't even heard about it because i'm not a big i don't just watch netflix all the time so i don't know the new things that's dropping had never even heard of it but i just got all these what i call all my timeline reviews everybody on my freaking timeline is talking about from scratch oh my god this is one of the best movies ever i really need to see it. oh it really made me cry so now just out of curiosity i end up doing what going and watching from scratch simply because 
Everybody was talking about it. So again, this is why I keep on hitting this. Promotion, getting the word out. That's all promotion is, is making it where other people are talking about your stuff, right? So movie reviews. So if you are a, a filmmaker, then one of the things that you might want to do is submit it to a film festival. Then I just say that that goes under the contest, but getting people to review your film, getting people to talk about your film. So whether you do a review, you know, a debut at a movie theater or where, whether you have people come and watch it, you know, like a personal screenings or whatever, and then ask them to write reviews about it. That's, that's for movies. Think about Food. How many times have you gone to a restaurant and then you end up leaving a review? Good, bad, or otherwise, right? I'll give a quick story. So for one of my, my youngest daughter's birthdays, we went to a place, and I will not tell the name of the place. I'm going to try to be nice um, because it was horrible. I will never, ever, ever, ever go back there again. I will simply say that it's a place in downtown Chicago. I will say that. And so I had done my due diligence. I've made the reservations in advance. I was in touch with the person who, you know, booked it and whatever, because we had a big party. It was going to be like 20, 22 of us, something like that. So I made the reservation in advance, let them know what type of party it was. And when I say that this is the worst service I'd ever received, not only did we have to wait about 20 plus minutes before somebody even came to greet us, we had to wait over an hour before we got our food. And understand this, this is a place, oh, I can't, because if I tell you what it served, Let's just say it like this because I'm trying to I'm trying to be discreet and, and still have I ain't trying to bash them all the way even though I'll never go back. But I'll say it like this. This is a place where what we ordered from them is their special. So if this is what you say you are and what you do, there is no reason it should have taken us an hour to get our food. I'm not even talking about the, I'm talking about the appetizers, y'all. I'm not talking about the entree. It took an hour to get appetizers, okay? And they had a lot of people in there. And I'm not talking about like the place was full. I'm talking about staff. So it took us an hour to get our food. And then it wasn't even right. All the orders were wrong. The orders that were right in terms of they got the right meal uh it, the the food wasn't done it just it wasn't good right so the point that i'm making is that one of my daughters unbeknownst to me i didn't know it until the next day so not the daughter who we were going out to celebrate but another daughter i have four so another daughter i go on social media this child done took to instagram to tell everybody just how horrible it was because whereas I kept myself together where they didn't know how frustrated I was. Apparently, I wasn't the only one that was, right? And so think about yourself. How many times have you gone somewhere, whether you like it or you don't, and the first thing you do is you grab your phone. You take to social media. And so when you're using these hashtags, because you keep hearing me say hashtags, why? Because hashtags in and of itself is also a promotional tool. Because when you hashtag, something i don't care if you're on instagram if you're on facebook if you're on tiktok one of the ways on twitter one of the ways that you can connect with other people is through a hashtag 
And then that way you can see what other people are talking about or what's being said as it pertains to whatever it is you're hashtagging, right? But the point is you can you can leave reviews about, so if you are a person, if you're a chef or a, a baker or whatever, then you may want to get people to review your food, to tell other people about it. Even if say you have a restaurant, like one of the, um, again, I told you I live in Chicago. So a friend of mine, he went to a restaurant. It, well, it wasn't a restaurant. It was like a bakery uh, that was in, where is it, like Matson or just say a suburb, a, su a south suburb of Chicago. And he tagged me in the review that he left and he showed pictures of the food and he talked about the fact that it was good and then what was you know um uh news to my ears what i love to hear it was independently owned right and it was owned by a black woman so anybody that know me a little bit knows number one i'm a feminist i have my group is called i'm glad to be a woman so i totally believe in supporting women and then you know i'm a black woman so of course i'm gonna support black women and then <coughs> excuse me everything that i do is all about supporting independence and so when he went to that bakery he hashtagged it, he tagged me in it, showed pictures of it. You don't think that I was there like the next day? It was either the next day or the day after. I immediately went to show support. And all of that happened because somebody took the time to do what? Leave a review. So you have to understand that when you are in business, you cannot underestimate the importance of one person's review because just because you don't know who that person is, you don't know who that person knows. So whether it's food, whether it's movies, whether it's music, whether it's books, having people to review your stuff it helps and can i can i tell you a little something else it just about doesn't matter whether it's a positive or a negative review have you ever heard um the thing that says there's no such thing as bad publicity the reason why is because let me just give you a quick example have you ever went somewhere and you tasted something that was absolutely disgusting the first thing you, so it goes a little something like this in my household. Oh my God, that is so nasty. Ugh. Here, taste this. <laughs> Why in the world do we do that, right? We've identified that is nasty, but the next thing we want somebody else to do is to taste it, to basically we want to freak them out too <laughs> we want for them to also know how horribly nasty it is and what happens they taste it just so they then can say oh my god that's horrible so now two people having the same bad experience right so what's the point it's a if you i don't care again it doesn't matter what it is whether you're talking about food movies I, i'm reminded of when tyler perry's movie and i love tyler perry but when uh, what was it, a fall from grace when that came out so many people were dogging him out with that movie because they were talking about how low budget it looked and how bad it was the acting wasn't good the editing was horrible all these were things that were being said about his movie but guess what happened 
the sales for that movie was steadily skyrocketing, right? Because whether you were going to watch it because you wanted to talk about him negatively, you want to be a part of the conversation that everybody else was having, you want to be able to see for yourself what all the talk was about, or because you was a legitimate Tyler Perry fan and you just go and support. It didn't matter why you was going. The bottom line was that money was being rung up for his sales. So whether somebody say, you know what, this is the worst book I've ever read in my life. Because sometimes the negative publicity gets people involved quicker than the positive publicity does, right? When people talking about how bad something is, how ugly something is, how whatever the negative uh, connotation is, whenever somebody's talking about something negatively, many times it's how twisted and warped our community and our society is. Many times it's the negative things that people are going to go after. Y'all remember the whole fire challenge? And uh, uh, so literally this was a challenge where, and it was a viral challenge. People were setting themselves on fire nobody thought this was the stupidest thing ever there were many people who just kept looking and saying oh let me see if i could really set myself on fire like nobody said this is probably something we shouldn't be doing this is what happened it went from people setting themselves on fire like in the house to then instead of people saying this is the stupidest thing ever. People, please don't set yourself on fire. People felt like, oh, well, let me see if I can make a smarter way of setting myself on fire. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to step in the shower to, st to set myself on fire. So that way, as soon as I get set on fire, then I go ahead and I turn the water on. How about just don't set yourself on fire at all? But the point that I'm making, I digress. We've had so many stupid challenges that went, and when I call them stupid, the reason I call them stupid, I'm, I'm referring to challenges where it necessitates somebody hurting themselves. Why is it that our society cannot think for themselves to say, you know what? I don't want to set myself on fire. I don't think setting on my, myself on fire is a good thing. I don't even want to see my friends set themselves on fire. Like the first thing that I did when I first heard about the fire challenge, first thing I did was went and talked to my daughters because I, I pray that y'all don't have this mentality. But just in case you do, know that th this is stupid. You could hurt and kill yourself. So don't do it. And matter of fact, y'all got friends. So tell all your friends for them not to do it either. Don't fall into the trap. Don't be one of the dumb ones, right? Because there are a whole lot of people who end up getting hurt. I'm talking about second and third degree burns. We all know that fire can kill yet you had so many people just because they were under the influence of wanting to be a part of what everybody else was talking about and so they ended up doing it and so whereas with the fire challenge that wasn't a good thing for your product having people talk about it that's the point that I'm trying to make now we see that we have um somebody that's in queue so what we're going to do is it's miss ellen she is back so we're gonna let miss ellen come on to the show so come on miss ellen and talk to us about getting the word out and promotional tools that work uh-oh did we lose her okay so we are gonna see i'm sure she's gonna try to come back um but yeah so that's one of the things i want to talk about is just understanding how influence the word of mouth is still is one of the best or worst promotional tools that can help your brand.
Enjoying my educated and empowered podcast? Then subscribe and show your support. For only $3.99 a month, you'll gain exclusive access to special episodes that I make just for my subscribers. So in addition to the regular content, you'll gain access to extra episodes about writing and relationships, spiritual matters, current events, life coaching tips and techniques. All you have to do is go ahead and subscribe today, $3.99 a month, and you'll have exclusive access. Um, when we're talking about reviews, like I say, it doesn't matter what type of product you have. This is one that's universal. So I don't care if you have a coaching service, they call it testimonials. You know, I don't care if you have, so whether you have a product or a service, get people to leave a review, get people to talk about it. And again, don't be afraid of getting a negative review because now I'm not telling you to, to try to manipulate stuff to have it where only negative things are being said. Like you don't want to fall into that thing either where, you know, hopefully you'll have integrity and, and you, you want to have integrity about your brand and your product. And you're not one of those people that, well, I don't care just whatever, as long as people talking about me. So I'm not trying to say for you to manipulate your brand in a way that you just have negative reviews. But what I am saying is if you are, you know, whatever your business is, what I'm trying to say is to understand that a negative review won't kill you. In many cases, it's going to have people want to also um, know more about you because they're going to want to know. Because, again, in this society that we're in, many times people don't think for themselves. So you have to understand that for better or for worse. So there are times when it can work in your favor. So, and especially if the person who's leaving the review, if they are an influencer of any kind and understand in the society that we live in, everybody influences somebody, right? It's just the fact that there are some people who influence more people than others, but everybody is on, well, I won't say everybody. A lot of people are on social media of some kind, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, YouTube. I mean, it's so, wisdom. It doesn't matter. Clubhouse is so many different forms of uh, social media nowadays. Everybody is on some social media platform and on every social media platform. If they're a legitimate person, not a bot, but if they're a legitimate person, everybody got at least one or two friends. Everybody. When you're part of a group, everybody got somebody that's following them, that's friended with them and people are tweeting. And again, I say, have you ever noticed a time where you put out, say you put out a video or a post on whatever the social media platform was, this particular video post you really thought that a whole lot of people were going to like it. Like you just thought this was it. Hey, I don't use the right hashtags. I was in the right light. If it's a, if it's a picture or video, I was in the right light. I got the right angles and it was like a dud. Nobody responded. Maybe three, four people liked it. Right. But then the one that you just knew, like either you didn't mean for it to go nowhere. That wasn't necessarily what you meant to post. So again, was a post picture or video you put it up there 
It wasn't even what you thought was something. And then somehow it just catches on. Everybody, their mama is responding to it. They they commenting on it. They liking it. They, this is just the, it's just the way of, of the world. It's just how it goes, right? So that's how come you always want to be mindful of what, what message that you're putting out. Because whether it's the message that you mean to go viral or not, it, it, it very well may. So you always want to be prepared either way it goes. And so, like I say, reviews really can help your brand. Don't be discouraged if somebody dislikes it, if somebody gives it an unfavorable review. Because at the end of the day, keep in mind, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a comment. And just because one person said, oh, my God, this is nasty, right? Or, oh, my God, this is ugly. Or this is the worst book I've ever read. This is the worst movie I ever saw. Just because it got a negative review, that will not prohibit people from coming to engage with your product or your service, right? Because again, you have a lot of people that just want to be in the number. A lot of people just want to be in the number of getting on the bandwagon to also talk about how negative it is. And it would be so great if we lived in a society where people actually wanted to lift you up naturally, which is what I do. I am all about edifying. I'm all about educating and empowering, right? Um, but you have a lot of people that's not what they look to do. The first thing that they look to do is tear something down. And so what I'm trying to say to you all, the encouragement that I'm trying to give you from that is to understand that even if that's their, their MO, it doesn't have to be the end of your brand. Just because you get a person that say it's nasty, you got you just did a dessert and this is like you don't put your heart and soul into it. Somebody came and said it's nasty. You know what? Now you just figure out how do I turn that around and work that in my favor. So you just have to learn how to still engage. Like don't, and I know this kind of went a little bit to the side, y'all, because I know we were talking about promotional tools, but I gotta, I can't just throw it out here and not tell you how to get around. Around it. So if you find yourself being on the receiving end of a negative review, do not allow that to crumble you. Do not allow that to be the thing that makes you fold up your apron or put away your camera or uh, put down your pen. Like understand that that's one per I don't care if it's Beyonce. That's one person's opinion. Number one. Number two, the negative review can also help to boost your sales. So even if they're buying it because uh, somebody else said something bad about it, guess what? They might try whatever it is. Cause say somebody you make apple cobbler, somebody eat the apple cobbler and they talk about how horrible it is. But then the next person come up and absolutely love it. Why? Cause maybe that person don't actually like apple cobbler. Maybe they thought it was peach cobbler and then they bought apple cobbler and they realized that this was horrible. They giving you a, a bad review on because it's apple cobbler because they thought it was peach cobbler. So they done gave a review on the wrong thing. They didn't even understand what the product was, right? They didn't understand the purpose. People go in all the time. They'll watch a movie. They're not even a fan of sci-fi. And then they go into a sci-fi movie and want to give it a negative rating. No, the sci-fi did what the sci-fi was supposed to do. You just don't follow sci-fi. So why would you go in and watch a sci-fi?
sci-fi movie thinking this finna be good, right? So this is the point that I'm trying to make. Like you, you many times you have to look at the source. So sometimes the source may not be right. And then at the end of the day, again, I say everybody is entitled to their own opinion. And so even if you have somebody that goes in and say that they don't like whatever it is, you can have a person that come right behind them and say that they do. And so at the end of the day, this is why you have to know your why you have to know the reason why you're doing what you're doing because maybe there are times where you know i'm not saying what i'm not saying is i'm not saying to not take into consideration what's being said right so in other in other words whether you are an author a filmmaker whatever you do want to hear if 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 everybody is saying the same thing my mother would always say that everybody ain't telling the same lie so there is something to be said about that but right now let's stop and we're going to bring miss ellen on in so that way she can go ahead and comment on what we're talking about today getting the word out promotional tools that work how are you miss ellen great uh, girl you got the the mic on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna have to just kind of cool it off. Uh, I want to stay in the vein. Thank you so much for having me up here. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. If you're not telling the T U R T H, <laughs> especially when you talk about the view, because I'm a I'm a paid book reviewer, and I know people want you to review their book, and no no shade on nobody. But I used to do it for free, and I was spending hours and hours. My husband said, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You done read that book, and that book had three, 400 pages, mm -hmm. and you're doing it for free? And so I, I had to stop doing it, and, and it was a lot of time. But anyway, when, like you say, when you do the reviews, I give honest review. I don't care if it's you, uh, Tanelle. I'm going to tell the truth, mm -hmm. because you know why? Those readers behind me want to know why I give you this everybody at everybody i review i give a five mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. why why is she doing this you know and so to look at that like you said you have to be able like i've, I've given some reviews and the author say you know what when i look back and i see that i have matured now you get you yep. get to hear that yep you get to hear that and then if you're in, if you are a writer and you are so in love, engulfed in your stuff, and that you're not willing to be a student at sometimes, yep. then you're going to fall real hard if you can't take it. Because, like you said, you could give somebody a one, two, three, you know, because it's one to five, mm -hmm. and that person feel like, you know, well, why did you do this? And and like I told you, I, I read stories sometimes, it started off doing something, then there's a whole different story. And how many stories within this story? What, what, yep. Why don't you just stick there? You yep. know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of stuff going on. A lot of new characters that have been added in that we didn't know anything about. And so it's just all that kind of stuff. And, and I am true to the reviews, like you said. They're going to go see it. And I, when somebody gives somebody a, a review, and I go look at it, not because of what they reviewed. I, I take into account what they said, but it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't make me not read it. Absolutely. That's why I want to read it to see what people are talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly what you said. And I'm like, it is a lot of stuff. And like you were saying earlier, I've, I've been on since you've been on the whole time. But like you said earlier, you know, all of those tips and different things. And when you was talking about the promotion, 
a lot of times I try to tell authors, I'm like, again, like your listeners that's out there is 30 listening. I'm not an author, but I'm in the trenches with the author. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how many times I say, okay, if you want your book to be in the library, you got to give them one. You're not mm -hmm. losing anything. You're gaining. Mm -hmm. You're gaining if you give those mm -hmm. libraries because you know what? Then the real readers come in there and they asking for that book. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a book only in your state, the library is not going to get that. I'm not going to get one book that is only in your town and nobody else is getting that book. Yep. 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 So that's the best thing to do right there. And like you said, the book clubs, oh, it is a territorial thing. Mm -hmm. It is. It so is. You're so told the truth. Even if you have five, I've had a show where I had a mainstream author on. And I didn't have that many people. Two different times. Mm -hmm. I did not have that many. I, I'm not... I'm not ashamed of it. I can own up and I'm, I'm mature. So I had one where I had um, a mainstream author on, and there was a lot of people there. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Guess what? What? You would think for the amount of people that I had that I've had more book sales, but it was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I had a, a mainstream author, and there was only a few people there. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll tell you who that author was. I had, uh, you know, uh, Trisha Thomas, mm -hmm. Napoli Ever After. Mm -hmm. She allowed me to celebrate her 10th year anniversary of the Napoli Ever series, which went to movie. Wow. The one that, that now. Oh, so now Lathan. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yes. Yes. That's the book that she allowed me to do her anniversary. Wow. And guess what? She flew down from California. I didn't have that many people there. But guess what was celebrated? These were the people there that was with her book from day one that she dropped. Wow. We did the lecture slide. We cried. <laughs> and we had a wonderful time with a mainstream author. That is awesome. So you never know. You Absolutely. never know. That's a lot of woes. You know, this is very challenging. Yes, I had my tears. I don't think I had fears because... I'm a risk taker, mm -hmm. but I guess you could say that a little bit of risk with some fear, but mainly I go after it. I go get it. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about if they say no, because no to me means they're not ready for me right now. Yep. They ain't ready yet, or it's not time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Delayed does not mean denied. Exactly. So I, I'm just listening to everything you're saying here, and I hope that the authors are taking in the jewels that you drop in because those jewels are on fire, meaning they're, they are in the gold process and the heat is to it, and they're shining. Thank you and so they, much. Yes, you are so welcome, especially when you said for those who, you know, like you go out in those promotions, like you said, you put a book there and your book dropping at carousel, however you say it, where mm -hmm. they drop the book at like I'm getting ready to do I think I told you this with uh Cyrus, Cyrus. Mm -hmm. I'm being with him on December 1st and December 5th whereas I'm not an author so I like Cyrus how can you cre create a show for me I'm not an author he created a show for me mm -hmm. to come on and I invested in myself so that I can be on this show and sometimes you just have to drop the seed in the soil don't worry about watching it like a watch pot yep. never boils. Yep. And just keep doing what you do. And next thing you know, you look around and say, oh, I didn't know I planted that yep. seed Yep, that seed's wrong. Yep, absolutely. You know? 
So thank you so much, and I'm going to continue to to look. Do you have a question for me or anything? But I really thank you. No, I was actually going to ask you the same thing. But, you know, it is always a joy whenever you come around. Um, because, again, I tell the listeners all the time, especially the readers, to connect with you. Being a, a book reviewer, this is something that is really needed, you know. And like you said, whether you, you do free reviews or paid reviews, reviews are needed and people have to understand the reason for having that paid reviewer and I'll probably go into that a little bit later on the show but I definitely want to just thank you for coming by it's always a pleasure to have you drop at the show so if you guys are listening um, and you're not already follow Miss Ellen um, she is here on Wisdom she's a book reviewer but she does more than just her own show she's always doing and when I say her own show I mean she does more than just just talk about books she has a lot of various topics that she talks about so if you're not already following her on wisdom then follow her and then she has uh her her book review i think is esp miss ellen on facebook but go ahead and give them how they can connect with you across social media oh thank you very much you can get me on instagram uh and it's uh ellen uh esp presents and then the book club is esp esp presents book chats because that's the book group right there and it's no commitment there you just come and listen to all the wisdom talks uh stay as long as you like come shut down the notification whatever you want to do just have fun um not exactly whatever you want to do but just have fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. within then, reason uh, yeah yeah within reason and i'm only linking to but like tanil very valuable very 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 valuable i, I just been following her for years and she gives nothing but the truth and so thank you so much you amazing woman i look forward to more and i'm getting that book you talked about i put it in my i Yay! got it in my cart oh my i have God. it in my cart and I can't wait to talk about it with you at your leisure yes yes just let me know whenever you're ready i'm there i am so there Thank you so much. And it will be talked on here because I do it here other than Facebook. Okay. I used to do the Facebook and be people there, but somehow the Facebook, the way they have it, you sometimes the names come and disappear. Mm -hmm. So you Those don't know if anyone's yep. there. Yep. Yep. I, you know, I know because it happens yeah. to me all the time, especially as they constantly change the algorithm. But thank you so much. And I can't wait. I, I really believe that you're going to enjoy it, but I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much, Miss Ellen. You're welcome. All right. Thank so you guys go ahead and you follow Miss Ellen. Um, if you are not already doing so, she already lets you know she's here on Wisdom. And then you can also connect with her on um, Instagram as well with ESP uh, Presents. And so in either case.